G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. Don't try to be righteous by trying harder. Pray for the help of the Holy Spirit. We all have a sin nature. Don't we know that all too well? Pastor Greg Laurie points out today that we need the help of someone more powerful than us. Stop trying to be spiritual. Stop trying to be good. You will fail because you're bad. But God is good and He'll give you the strength to live the life He has called you to live. This is the day when the lost are found. a child needs a little help from his mum or dad. Whether he's trying to tie his shoe or climb a tree, sometimes he just can't quite make it on his own. Well, whether we admit it or not, we often need help from our Heavenly Father. When we try to live a righteous life but still have a sin nature, well, that's when we need to rely on our God. And today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to see how to call on God and accept His help in our daily walk. Our text that we're going to look at together is Romans 8. Romans 8 is one of my favorite chapters in all of the Bible, and I think after this message it might become one of your favorite chapters as well. I love Romans 8 because it's a one-stop shopping destination for hope, and we discover how to live this Spirit-filled life. And that starts, of course, with the Holy Spirit Himself. Let's read Romans 8. Verses one to four. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do and that it was weak to the flesh God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. So what do we learn here about living the Spirit-filled life? If you're taking notes, here's point number one. A Spirit-led believer lives a condemnation-free life. Let me say that again. A spirit-filled believer, a spirit-led believer, lives a condemnation-free life. Romans 8 starts with no condemnation and it ends with no separation. It does not say there'll be no failures. It does not say there'll be no inconsistencies in our life. What it does say is there's no 
condemnation because there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. You're a new person. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is an altogether different kind of person. The old things have passed away. Behold, everything becomes fresh and new. Now, spirit-led people are spiritually minded people. Spirit-led people are spiritually minded person. Look at verse five of Romans eight. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think only about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. Comes down to what you think about. This is command central. So a thought, reap an act. So an act, reap a habit. So a habit, reap a character. So a character, reap a destiny. Protect your mind. Think about things that please the Holy Spirit. Well, what things please the Holy Spirit? Paul identifies them for us here in Romans 8. Romans 8, 14 says, those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Think about that. God wants to lead you as his son or his daughter. Romans 8, 15 to 16 tells us God removes a spirit of rejection and assures us that we're God's children. It says God is not giving you a spirit of bondage again to fear, but one of adoption whereby you cry, Abba, Father, which is the affectionate cry of a Hebrew child. Kind of like a little boy or girl saying, Daddy. And then finally, Romans 8, 26 and 27 tells us that the Holy Spirit gives us confidence as we approach God in prayer. So listen, these are things that the Holy Spirit cares about and these are things that we should care about. Remember, you're adopted by God. You're loved by God. You're welcomed by God. Think about these things because they please the Holy Spirit. Think about the fact that you are loved by God and your lives are in His control because we can be devastated by our worry and forget these simple truths that we need to be reminded of over and over again. In my first message in this series, I talked about the fact that Peter says, I want to remind you of these things or refresh your memories. And it's a refreshing thing to remember that I'm loved by God and that God is in control of my life. Now the contrast to living a spirit-filled life is living a worldly one. Uh, verse five of Romans eight says, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. This is a person that just thinks about satisfying their impulses and the appetites of their flesh. It can be illicit things like sex outside of marriage, sex before marriage, uh, drugs, booze, partying, things of that nature. It can be empty things like fame and fortune. Or it could simply be a person who only thinks about the physical and never thinks about the spiritual. Jesus talks about the non-believers who only worry about what they're gonna eat, what they're gonna wear, and what they're gonna drink. He says, don't be like those people, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. No, you need to think about what you're gonna wear. <laughs> you need to think about a roof over your head. You need to think about what you're gonna eat. Jesus is not saying, don't think about it. He's saying don't be obsessed with it. Don't make the entire focus of your life pursuing those things at the exclusion of pursuing 
God. In fact, some people ought to think a little bit more about their appearance uh, because maybe they neglect it. You know, Paul says, bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is helpful for all things. So people will get out of shape and they'll be really overweight and they'll quote that verse. Well, Paul does say it profits some. So you, you can go too far either way. There's a balance in all of these things. But what the Bible is saying is be preoccupied with these things that Paul has told us about here in Romans 8, that we're adopted by God, we're loved by God, and we're welcomed by God. Don't try to be righteous by trying harder. That's another form of living in the flesh. Admit you can't do it on your own and pray for the help of the Holy Spirit. Paul does that at the end of Romans 7. He writes, oh, oh who's gonna free me from this life that I am living under the power of sin? Oh, wretched man that I am. And then he gives the answer. It's in Jesus Christ our Lord. Are you struggling with sin right now? Cry out to God. Say, God, I can't overcome this on my own strength. I'm coming to you and I'm asking for your help. I'm asking for the help of the Holy Spirit. Stop trying to be spiritual. Stop trying to be good. You will fail because you're bad. But God is good and he'll give you the strength to live the life he has called you to live. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Pastor Greg is from Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, and his current series is called Refresh, What Every Christian Needs to Know. And today's focus is on living a spirit-filled life. Pastor Greg continues. How can you tell if you're living a spirit-controlled life? The Holy Spirit is at home in the hearts of spirit-led believers. I underline those two words, at home. The Holy Spirit is at home in the hearts of spirit-led believers. Verse nine of Romans eight, you're in the Spirit if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Dwells in you. Now, does not the Holy Spirit live in the heart of every Christian? Answer, yes. When you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit seals you and He indwells you. But this word here that is used by Paul for dwell means to be at home. There's a difference between just being in a home and being at home. If you ever notice different homes have their own smells? Uh, I used to visit a home, I won't say whose, but it always smelled of mothballs. I think this person felt that you could never have enough mothballs. And after you left that home, you would smell like mothballs. This is not a good scent, people. But then you go into a home and there's some great home cooking taking place. Uh, maybe it's Italian food. Oh, I love the smell of Italian food or Mexican food or barbecue. And you go, oh, I like this place. I, I like just being in this room where I smell this incredible aroma. Well, is the Holy Spirit at home in your heart? Is he comfortable in your life? I mentioned earlier that the Holy Spirit has a personality. Yes, he is God, but yes, he can be sinned against specifically. The Bible tells us the Holy Spirit can be insulted, he can be resisted, and he can be blasphemed. And listen to this, the Holy Spirit can even be made sad. Have you ever done or said anything to someone that reduced them to tears? It's so hard to look at someone crying because of something you just said or something you just did. 
Could we actually make God's Holy Spirit sad? The answer is yes. Ephesians 4.30, Paul writes, don't bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Get rid of bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. So rage, anger, harsh words, slander, they make the Holy Spirit sad. Wow, imagine if we just went out on social media, especially Twitter, and decided to not use it to tear any person down. Don't denigrate anybody. What a different place it would be because some people just live for that conflict and people seem to be getting so upset these days. There's more road rage than ever. Uh, people don't even seem to know how to get on a plane and behave themselves. Uh, arrests of disturbances and conflicts uh, in planes now has gone up dramatically. It's almost like after this time of COVID, we've all forgotten our manners and we're all filled with this pent up rage. That makes God's Holy Spirit sorrowful. Listen, you can hold a point of view and not be mean about it. You can have a certain belief and not tear others down while you're talking about it. That grieves the Holy Spirit of God. That makes God's spirit sad and sorrowful. And that is not living a spirit-controlled life. God wants you to be tender-hearted. He wants you to be kind. He wants you to be forgiving. That pleases the Holy Spirit. Last point, spirit-led believers overcome the old life. Spirit-led believers overcome the old life. Romans 8.13 says, If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you shall live. Just focus on walking with Jesus. When you are in love with Jesus, these other things will fall away. Oh yeah, you'll get tempted. Oh yes, you will sin. But it won't be a pattern anymore. It won't be your lifestyle anymore. It, because you are preoccupied with other things. And more specifically, you're preoccupied with Christ himself, asking him to fill you with his Holy Spirit each and every day. One last verse, Romans eight fourteen: For as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Let me ask you, are you a son of God? Are you a daughter of God? You know, I mentioned that we're adopted by God when we become Christians. I didn't ever know my biological father growing up, but my mother married a man named Oscar Laurie. That's where I got my name, Oscar, no, Laurie. And uh, this guy was great. He, he adopted me formally. He treated me as a father should treat a son. He disciplined me when I went astray. He tried to teach me lessons and, and do the best that he could in helping me to be a good boy. But tragically, my mom left him and I didn't see him for the rest of my childhood. But I did have the privilege of reconnecting with him as a young adult after I'd become a Christian and started our church. And I also had the privilege of leading him to the Lord. That's another story for another time. But he adopted me. And God has adopted you if you put your faith in Christ. For it says, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Are you a son or a daughter of God? Are you a child of God? That comes through believing in Jesus Christ. 
He can pardon you of every sin you have ever committed. And you can be a new person in Jesus Christ. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit, how you can lie to Him. You can grieve Him or make Him sad or sorrowful. You can resist Him. And finally, you can blaspheme Him. Jesus described the unforgivable sin as the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to blaspheme the Spirit? Because you say, well, I, you know, I, I've cursed God and I've said a lot of things. Maybe I've blasphemed Him. Understand, as I said earlier, the work of the Holy Spirit is to show you your need for Jesus. Show you that you need to come to Him. You can resist Him and resist Him and resist Him and come to a point where you've gone too far. Yes, a point of no return. That is blaspheming the Holy Spirit. The only unforgivable sin is the rejection of Jesus Christ. For the Bible says, how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? So if you say, I don't want Jesus, I don't need Jesus, I don't care about Jesus, I want to keep living my life the way I'm living it, you have that choice. God's given you a free will. Now it's the wrong choice. But God's Holy Spirit is saying, no, come to Him. Believe in Him. You're loved by Him. And if you say no to the Holy Spirit and keep saying no, yes, your heart can become irreparably hard. Don't let that happen. There might be someone I'm talking to right now that has run from God for years, maybe even decades, maybe even most of their life. This is your moment to come to Him. This is your moment to be forgiven by Him. This is your moment to come into a relationship with the God who loves you. He loves you so much He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to come in a rescue operation to planet Earth and die on the cross for your sins. And then Christ rose again from the dead. Now He stands at the door of your life and He knocks and He says, if you'll hear His voice and open the door, He'll come in. I would like to give you an opportunity to open your heart to a whole new life. Open your heart to radical change. Open your heart to Jesus Christ himself who will come and live inside of you and forgive you of all of your sin. Pray this simple prayer with me right now. Let's all pray. Just pray these words, Lord Jesus. I know I am a sinner, but I know that you are the Savior who died on the cross for my sin and rose again from the dead. I turn from my sin now and I choose to follow you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Important prayer on this important day for so many who are making a decision for the Lord today. Pastor Greg Laurie leading listeners in a prayer on a new beginning. Now, if you were amongst those people who've just prayed, we'd love to be the first to welcome you into the family of God. We want to help you to grow as a believer too. Will you let us send you our new Believers Growth Packet? It's a great resource collection and it's available for free. It'll help you to start off right in your walk of faith. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would also love to pray with you. 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. Well, next time, Pastor Greg explains how we often come closest to God in our times of great spiritual need. 
It's a revealing study from Pastor Greg's Refresh series. Join us right here for a new beginning with pastor and Bible teacher, Greg Laurie. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called The Refreshing Power of the Spirit-Filled Life. If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on 1-800-005011 or visionstore.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.